0: Welcome to the LYC Podcast. We are a youth community that believes in loving people and meeting them where they are. Our desire is that through this message, God's love for you is confirmed, your hope in Jesus is renewed, and your faith is awakened whatever, Um, if you do take out your phone, try avoid texting your girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever it is. Um, But if you guys want to turn to John chapter 8, verse 36, this is where our main verse will come from tonight. And so John chapter 8 says this, when it comes up on the screen, Uh, but John chapter 8 says, so if the sun sets you free, you'll be free indeed. The title of my message tonight is The Freedom That We Have. And if anybody has a more creative title, let me know after the fact because I'm not really good at title making. Uh, But tonight, my hope is that you guys will become aware of the freedom that we have in Christ. More than becoming aware of the freedom that we have, that you'll be able to walk out in it in your own lives. Um, And I know that we just prayed, but I'm going to pray again because I need it, you need it, we all need it. Um, But I'm going to pray first that God would speak through me tonight to you guys. And second, I'm going to pray that he would open your hearts because I know I'm going through stuff and I'm sure you guys are too and would like to hear a word from God tonight, something to meet you right where you're at. So I'm going to pray that God would speak to you right where you're at. So let's go ahead and pray uh but lord thank you for tonight thank you for the opportunity to just be gathered together um i pray first that you'd speak through me god that it would be your words alone but that you'd speak to each of these students here tonight god meet them right where they're at god that you'd speak a word into their situations amen amen all right well like i said our main verse came from the book of john and can anybody guess who wrote the book of john you guys are so smart. we got a bunch of Bible scholars in here. John wrote the book of John. Um, and so when John was writing this book, he was a disciple of Jesus, if you didn't know that. Um, and he was writing first to non-believers, Jews and Gentiles, that they would come to know Jesus as their Savior. And so he was writing that they would accept Lord into their heart. And then next, he was writing to believers that once they have accepted Jesus into their heart, that they could experience the fullness of that eternal life that they were given. And so that brings us to the verse in John, where it says, so if the son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. He was talking to Jews who had placed their faith in Jesus. And he was talking to them, and they were telling Jesus that we've never been a slave to anybody, like, I don't know why you're telling us we're free because we've never been under something. But Jesus tells them that if you've ever sinned, who in here has sinned before? We got some perfect people in here. Guys, tell me your secrets. Um, But if if you've sinned, then we're slave to that sin. But through Jesus, we have freedom in that. And so now to walk out in freedom, we need to understand where that freedom comes from or what we're free from. And so before I go into my points and talking about what we're free from, our freedom is contingent upon the fact that you have accepted Jesus into your heart and you're in a relationship with him. And that's where our freedom flows from, not our own abilities. And so my first point tonight is that we are free from death. Uh, Romans chapter six twenty three says, For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I don't know what it was, but when I first came to following Jesus, I was really scared that I wasn't going to go to heaven. So I recommitted my life a handful of times just to make sure like, God, I know you heard me the first time, but like, let's do it two or three more times just to make sure like, we're good. I'm going to heaven and we're good in that. And I was kind of angst about the fact that I had, I felt like I had to earn or do the right things to make my way to heaven. But that's the complete opposite. The truth is that when we place our faith in Jesus, that our eternity is secure in Christ. Uh, John chapter 14, verse three says, my father's house has many rooms. If that were so, We'll wait a second till they come up. Um, So John chapter 14, verse 3. In the back. It's up, guys. Um, It says, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. I think something really cool is that Jesus actually not only says we're coming to heaven when we kick the bucket, uh, but... He's preparing a place for us. Like, I don't know, who in here likes to decorate their rooms or, like, make it cool? Maybe it's only the girls, maybe it's the guys too. Hey, Caleb. Okay. <laughs> um, but God's preparing a place for us. He's putting that, like, really cute, like, pink glow-in-the-dark, like, cloud on your wall, and he's painting it your favorite color, and he's excited for you, and he's preparing this place for you to come home. So something that we can be secure in is that we, when we place our faith in Jesus, that we are going to heaven, and we don't have to worry about first off that, but also dying on this earth. I don't know if anybody have like a fear of drowning or like anything like that. That that is pretty scary. Um, but we can trust in the fact that Jesus has a perfect plan for us and a perfect timing and all of that. And like people who aren't following God, that's something that they kind of have to worry about when you're not walking with Jesus you're not going to heaven. When you don't believe in him, you're actually going to hell. And so they do have to worry about where they're going, but in Jesus, we don't have to worry about that. The next point is, point number two, is we are free from our sin. Romans 6.14 says, For sin no longer shall be your master, because you are not under the law, you are under grace. And so in the Old Testament, they if you guys didn't know, they had to make sacrifices to atone for their sin because God is so holy that to have a relationship with us, there was something that had to, had to die. Blood had to be shed so that he could have relationship for us. And it was all dependent upon the fact that they were killing the right animals, cutting up the right doves so that they could have relationship with God. And that was the whole concept of the Old Testament. It was people trying to do it on their own. They were living under the law. And that did not work. Um, And we're living under a new covenant now. And simply a covenant, covenant is just a new promise from God that when we place our faith in Jesus, we don't have to strive anymore. It's not about earning our way to heaven, or it's not about doing the right things so our sin is atoned for. But when we place our faith in Jesus, that that washes us clean. We're in a sparkly white dress or suit, whatever your preference is. Um, But I love the verse in John 14, 3. It's kind of, I feel like some of, like, some of... Verses in the Bible are more relatable than others. And I think this verse is pretty relatable. Uh, but John chapter 14 verse 3 says, if I, oh, well, that's not John. Oh, sorry. Romans 18 through 19. That's where we're reading. It's coming up in a second. Um, but it says this. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me. That is my sinful, in my sinful nature. For I have this desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. Verse 19 says, says, (laughs) for I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. You can say that four times over. Um, But I love that verse because I feel like it's kind of relatable. The fact that, I want to do this, but I I can't stop doing it. Like, I want to be nice to my sister, but like every time I see her face, I just, Um, and I I don't want to get upset at my parents and I I don't want to do this or that, but I just can't stop. It almost seems like it is who I am and God's just, we're just dealing with it and that's that. But through Jesus, we can have freedom in that. That the things that we struggle with, we actually don't have to live in hopelessness because we can have freedom in that, through Jesus. And so, when we're walking with Christ, we can have freedom not only from our sin, but from the struggles that we have even in our mind, too. And so, the next thing that we are free from is point number three, we are free from the hold of the enemy. And James chapter four, verse seven says, "'Submit yourselves therefore to God.' Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. If you guys weren't aware, we have an enemy. Um, And I'll give you a little bit of who he is. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants nothing good for your life, and his native language is lies. And so apart from God, right now, he is the one influencing the culture around us, the things going on. And apart from Jesus We actually don't have the strength or the wisdom to fight these battles. But in Christ Jesus, we have the victory. And so one of the ways that the enemy likes to attack is lies. It can be in your mind. One of the lies is he could tell you is that you're not enough or you're not cool or you don't have the right outfit or you don't fit in with everybody else. And so... But the great thing is that Jesus says that we don't have to believe those because they're not true. Let's look at the lie that we aren't enough. Well, I know the Bible says that I am Christ's workmanship, created in his image, and when he died on the cross that I am more than enough. And so we don't have to believe anymore the lies in our mind. We can rewrite them for the truth. So if we struggle with insecurity, if we struggle with fear, if we struggle with even sadness, the lie that this is my only perspective on life, I look at it everything negatively and that's just who I am. Well, no, that's not who you are. God says something else about you and he says that you can have freedom in that. And so it's great when we know the freedom that we have, that we are free, but if we don't walk it out or apply it to our lives, then it's just we have the truth, but we're not letting it set us free. The next point, point number four, is to walk it out. I don't know if you guys know that song. Not a great song. Uh, but who knows the story of the Israelites? Anybody heard the Israelites before? Great group of people. So the Israelites were God's chosen people. And now, these were God's chosen people, and they were living in captivity under Pharaoh. And as they were living under captivity, they were slaves to him. And we're going to pick up the story in Exodus chapter 2, verse 23. And it says this. During that long period, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites groaned in their slavery and cried out. And their cry for help, because of their slavery, went up to God. And so they're really upset. They're like, Lord, I need your help. And God's like, okay, I hear you. hear what you're going through. And God, he decides to come and deliver them. So he sends Moses, one of his servants, to come and be a vessel through which God is going to deliver the Israelites. And so he delivers them, the Israelites. He leads them out of Egypt. He parts the Red Sea. He, he even dries the ground for them so their wagons won't get stuck in potholes. And he dries the Red Sea, and then even they cross through the Red Sea, they turn around, and God smashes the Red Sea over their enemies. They're walking in freedom. And so now they're w- wandering in the wilderness towards the promised land. And we're going to go to Exodus chapter 16, verse 3. And so they're in the promised land right now, and they're wondering where they're going to get their food from. And the Israelites said to Moses, if only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt, there we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. And so the same Israelites that were just complaining 14 chapters earlier saying, God deliver us. We need your help. God delivers them, walks them out into freedom, kills their enemies by a sea smashing a sea on them. And then they're complaining. They're like, God, how are we going to get food? Like they forgot that God literally just opened a sea. Like anybody, have you guys seen a sea part before? I don't know. No, I'm, yeah, every day I just go and take my stick and see see if she sees it a lot. Um, And so they know that God can do it. They know that God can deliver them. But they tell God, well, actually, it would have been better in Egypt, back under captivity. And so I think that's something that we can do in our walk with God. That God, we're walking with him, and we accept him in our life, and we're walking towards the promised land, and we're like, yes, Lord, this is awesome. And then we maybe hit a bump in the road, or the enemy tries to throw something at us, and and now we're like, well, Lord, I should have stayed in Egypt. I don't know why I went and tried to obey you, or I don't know why I I tried to step out because God obviously, like, you don't deliver me. And so we forget the freedom that God has granted us. And when we walk out in truth, this generation didn't get to see the promised land. They didn't get to see that. The next generation did, which is awesome. Um, And so... God wants us to walk out in freedom. He doesn't want us to live under these things anymore. He doesn't want us to live with the angst of, where am I going? I don't know. I don't have confidence in that. Well, God's like, nope. You can have confidence. You place your faith in me. Your future is secure. Your eternity is secure. No, you don't actually have to work to get your sin atoned for. We don't have to kill doves and ducks anymore unless you hunt that's fine but that's not for your sin um we don't have to kill anything anymore we don't have to strive to it we don't have to read our bible five times a day sing a worship song as great as Kimberly can because Lord knows I can't we don't have to do all these things to earn earn our sin to be washed away because it already is through Jesus and he actually wants to help us walk out of these things that we're struggling with because it doesn't mean that we're not going to go through struggles. We will because we're human. And the whole concept of following Jesus is the fact that we couldn't do it on our own. We cannot. Who, know, who thinks they can do it on their own? Anybody? Anybody got it figured out? Because I'm, I'm still wondering myself. Um, that we can't do it on our own. And we can have freedom from the attacks of the enemy, from our sin, through Jesus. Now, I came up, I thought about this analogy. It's a little wonky, but who likes Ikea? Anybody like Ikea? Who likes a food court in Ikea? Amen, amen, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And so, when you order a package from Ikea piece of furniture, nice little chair, nice stand like this. We get a package. We trust in the fact that this package is coming with all the equipment I need to put my trusty little stand here together. It's only coming in half. Okay, well, um, it's coming with all the things we need to put it together. So I got the nuts, the bolts, the screws, and the wood. But we get the package and we're like, okay, great. I got it. I know that it's all there. So because I know it's there, I'm not going to use the manual to put it together because it's an Ikea package. Like, who needs the manual? Seriously. And so we toss the manual. And maybe we get the top together. And that's looking nice. But then we can't fit the bottom on. But I, I know how to do it. So manual, it's already in the trash can. We're good. I don't need it. And we can't, we can put maybe some parts together, but we can't actually put the whole thing together. Well, when we're walking with Jesus, one of the ways that he helps us walk out in freedom is actually through his Bible, through what he's spoken to us, the words that he spoke to us. And so through spending time with Jesus and reading our word, it actually, that's something that helps us walk out in freedom because that's the truth. That's the truth of God's word. And so when we're in this place and it's like, all right, Olivia, I get it. I'm free. I'm free from all these things and that's awesome. Like, cool, I don't need anything else. I know I'm free and I'm good. Through spending time with God, he actually continues to reveal himself to us so we can continue to walk out in that freedom because it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing walking with God. And so I want to close with this. Kimbo, if you'd like to come up. Um, And I want to close with a song that we actually sang a little bit earlier. um, Talking about, I'm not going to sing it because I will save you guys from that. But hallelujah. He has, God has saved me? He has saved me? Yep. (laughs) Amen. Um, But as we're closing out in this worship time with god i want you guys to just take that time to talk to jesus i don't know if y'all are struggling i don't know what you're going through but take this time to talk to god about what you want freedom in god i don't want to struggle anymore with the thoughts in my mind i don't want to struggle anymore with this relationship because God, I know that you said you've granted me freedom in this, so would you show me how to walk out in that? And let God speak to you in those things. We hope you've been inspired by this word. To help awaken your faith on a regular basis, subscribe now so you can be alerted when we have a new message. Thank you so much for listening.